your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So, what if the traditional approach to education was flipped? A new approach, in fact, to uh, this whole issue has already been taken up by hundreds of schools in this country, which sees instructional content delivered outside the classroom and homework done at school. I mean, that's a very simplistic explanation. So let's bring in John Bergman, Chief Learning Officer of FlipClass.com, who recently visited Korea. Thank you for joining us. It's great to be with you, Alex. How's your day? Well, very good. Just started. And likewise, I'm sure, just starting for millions of school children around the country, uh, they could, under your model, be about to do their homework at school. Um, when I did that sort of thing, I used to get in trouble at school. <laughs> Can you tell us about the concept? Well, it was really a simple idea. Myself and Aaron Sam, a couple of science teachers in the United States, um, in the spring of 2006 seven school year, we had a crazy idea that what if we stopped doing the direct instruction, the lecture, if you will, to the whole group. And so we used some software to record our lessons, and uh, the students uh, watched that at home, and then in class they did their homework, like you said, and it was dramatic, the results. The kids' test scores went up, and uh, kids were happier, we were happier, and we discovered something we didn't realize that was, uh, had a very profound impact on worldwide education. So you you found this breakthrough, but have you had difficulties convincing everybody? Sometimes we get so used to doing something a certain way, and school is one of those things, an institution, that, that it's almost impossible for many of us to, to think of it any other way. Well, isn't that the old saying, you know, we've never done it this way before, is the worst thing, <laughs> is the thing that uh, stops a lot of change, and um, I guess we were bold enough to try it, and uh, I guess it makes sense. Uh, I just got a study, saw a study this morning um, uh, out of the United States, the university that's doing this, and they've, they just, were just showing how it really improves, particularly students who underperform um, uh, in classes. So it was a study showing the, the efficacy of, of flipped and how it's uh, really helping students, especially those who struggle. During your trip to Korea and, and maybe any other study you've done of, of education in this country, what, what has stood out for you particularly? Well, I, I am so impressed with just the, uh, the hard-working nature of uh, Korean students, and teachers for that matter, who just are really trying to, to make the students uh, be the best that they possibly can be. And so I'm so impressed with that in Korean education. And yet I've also found just a real uh, willing, receptive audience to the idea of flipped learning in Korea. Uh, because I, I think, Frank, maybe it just makes sense. <laughs> Can I just say that? It makes sense because... Uh, I think the problem is, Alex, is that we're sending our students home with the hard stuff. We send them home with the difficult tasks, mm. and they, they struggle, and they need help. And yes. when you flip it, what you do is you send them home with the easier stuff, which is the, the material, the, the presentation of the content. And then when they're stuck, which used to happen at home, now happens in class where the teacher can help them. Indeed. makes a lot of sense to me, also because... I think a lot of students during the instructional phase of teaching can just zone out completely and not yeah, pay any yeah, sort of attention indeed. during a classroom environment. It, it does change yeah. the requirements of teachers, though, doesn't it? I mean, you said you're impressed by the teachers here, but their training would have to change accordingly, wouldn't it? Yeah, it, it, it changes the role of the teacher from the disseminator of information 
to the facilitator of learning, um, it, 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 it actually requires someone who's even more expert in their material because now you're going to go work with one student who's advanced, and then the moment, next moment you're going to go with a student who's struggling, and the next moment another student who's you know, in the middle or whatever. And you've got to sort of change your brain because you're kind of walking around helping you know, individual students or even small groups of students. It was more, more realistic. Small groups of students that your brain is kind of changing constantly as opposed to focused on delivery of, you know, set amount of information during your typical lecture. One concern that I had, and, you know, maybe it's actually a, a good thing this uh, in this respect, but it, it's how it would impact on uh, after-school education in this country, which I'm sure you're aware yeah. is mm-hmm. widespread, to say the least, because, I mean, we could picture a scenario in which some of the instructional stuff just shifted into the after-school classroom uh, if parents didn't maybe trust their children to do it on their own. What, what, what do you think of that danger? Well, I mean, some of the kids won't do it. Let's just be honest, okay? <laughs> you know, people, kids don't do homework now. They're just not going to do homework, always homework in the future. But actually, we've got a research study that says more students will actually do the flip-to-video homework than they will do the more traditional homework. Uh, the study doesn't ever say why it is. I think it is because they can't. Because it's easier, I think. I mean, the idea is, you know, the the message that I, uh, as I teach teachers how to use this, is they, they the information that you're going to give is going to be the easier material, the introduction, so they can do the harder stuff in the class. And and that's the important part. And, and you know, I mean, one other question I keep hearing from Korean um, teachers is, well, my kids don't have time to do any after-school work because they're going to the hugwons. And um, I guess to that I say build some time into your school to make this happen. You know, so I work with a whole school. It's like, okay, if that's really the issue, then why don't you, you know, reserve, you know, 45 minutes or an hour for the students to do the work sometime during the time of the school. And that's an effective strategy if, if, if there is mm. this huge commitment to hogwans. But I, then I've also seen something else in terms of the hogwans is there's been a few students in some classes. I've talked with them. Just I was just there this week. Um, and they stopped going to Hogwans because they felt like that uh, they were getting a good enough education just at their school. Well, and this is as a result of being in a flipped classroom? Yes, that's exactly what they said. Yeah, I, see, that's the, the thing I was hoping to hear from you. I, I mean, I think after-school education for certain purposes can be fantastic. I mean, if, if a child is suffering with their maths, for example, um, getting some extra tuition... Uh, great but it's when it becomes the norm and when it becomes seen as something that parents have to do it's become a little bit uh, extreme to say the least in this country but what about the idea of tests you said before that test scores improved do we need to also flip our approach to tests you think and take this even further and and maybe flip our approach to education as a whole because we're not really meeting the needs of the workforce as it stands today yeah i and this is not this isn't really the flipped learning person talking this is just john the teacher educator is i believe that in the world and i think more true in korea but is we've got an over obsession with tests and i think we need to rethink the whole testing uh paradigm not i want to say this i believe in tests i think there's a lot of value to tests that said i think we've overdone it in extreme ways in many places across the world even the united states and um you know there's many ways to measure somebody and so i i, I personally believe more in some ways to assess students that um, they might have some choice in how they demonstrate what they've learned. Yeah. Instead of just saying you have to take this this test on this day at this time, in this amount of time, um, can you prove to me you've learned that in some other way? And we actually did this with, with, with awesome success. 
and it really was a, a mind-opening experience for me uh, to say, let kids show me what they've learned in a completely different way. Yeah, people think about outside-the-box approaches to, to things. I mean, this is a common-sense approach, as far as I can tell, that, that seems to be working. I really hope that more people pay attention. John Bergman, great to have you on the line. Thanks, Alex. It's been great chatting with you. Likewise, Mr. John Bergman from flipclass.com. You can email us, efmthismorning at gmail.com. You can also listen to all of our feature interviews and more through our podcasts. Just search TBS EFM this morning via iTunes. The world is awake and so are we. Fastest news updates on This Morning.